before we begin this week's episode, uh, it's me, James, hello. Um, I'm not actually in this week's episode. Uh, I had something come up with my family, so David and Joseph are actually, uh, they recorded an episode. It's really great, and I know you're going to enjoy it. But before we get started, we have officially launched our Patreon account. We are really excited, um, and we just wanted to share that with you. And We have the link right down there in the description. If you follow that, you'll see our two tiers that we have right now. We'll add more as we go through. Um, and again, just thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It means so much to us. Um, thank you for the messages, the comments, the emails. It means, like I said, it means so much to us. Uh, Patreon, we got it down there. The link is there. And if you could, if you could subscribe, that'd be amazing. Um, but without further ado, here is David and Joseph, and may the force be with you. This is actually this is actually a Star Wars stuff podcast first because I think this is the first time the two of us have recorded by ourselves without James. Yeah, without James. So yeah, it might sound a little bit different. <laughs> we'll see what the, uh, if the flow's messed up. Or yeah. not. <laughs> He's the one that kind of keeps us on track most of the time. Yeah, I, I call him our point guard. Yeah, I'm about basketball and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, but thanks for listening. Um, always check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter is. At SWS Pod two one eight seven Instagram is Star Wars Stuff underscore Podcast, and of course we have the page and the group on Facebook. And there's been a lot of people asking to join, which is great. Yeah, it's been fantastic. And of course you can always email us at Star Wars Stuff Podcast at Gmail dot com. So let's get right into it. Yeah. So the big news, I think, uh, that kind of came out after the huge info of all the D twenty three stuff. Yeah, 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 is we got stills from entertainment weekly for the yes. mandalorian yeah. and a lot of people were saying oh those look like uh, action figures yeah. but see i saw the stamp and i was like okay this ain't action figures and i looked closely and you could clearly see the eyes of people especially in that trandoshan on the far left yeah for sure it was and, just funny to me because the it so the the picture we're talking about is um the mandalorian or i guess as he's going to be referred to a lot in the show as mando um i saw an article about that that yeah. said that uh they'll just call him the mando a lot in the show itself um facing off against uh two trendoshans like orange skin trendoshans um and yeah when when the picture hit i was like dude those look like action figures and they was like no they don't look like action <laughs> figures to me <laughs> yeah a lot of people commented on that they thought it looked like action figures but I think it was just the stamp, and then I wouldn't think Entertainment Weekly would publish anything about action figures. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. I think we got super excited over yes. just that one picture. Then they released another picture, I believe, with uh, Cara Dune yeah. and The Mandalorian. Yeah, and then they released another picture with just Cara Dune, I believe. Where she's, like, sitting? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the one with... Uh, well, it's Cara Dune and then another lady in uh, The Mandalorian. Have you seen that picture? Uh, it's like on a like on a porch or something like that. Um, on uh, almost looks like outside of a bunker. Oh yeah, I was just thinking like it's that. like outside of a bunker or cantina or something along yeah. those lines. Like I don't know. I was pretty pretty jazzed about seeing anything from the Mandalorian. The other thing we learned about from the Mandalorian is we will get some interesting plot points that tie into the films with uh, with this series. Um, saying that it will show some of the beginnings of the First Order. Um, and I'm that's exciting for me because... Yeah, I didn't think they would do anything like that, honestly. I thought it would be so separate from anything that mm-hmm. we've seen. 
And that would have to be something from the outside of what Favreau, I think, started to write. Right. So you assume they told him, well, could you tie in the First Order somehow? Which I'm okay with. But um, Yeah, or they saw what he had written and they were like, actually, this could you know, steamroll into this next storyline plot that we have planned altogether. Which, you know, yeah. if you get the First Order involved right off the bat, that would that's how you get your second season probably you know what i mean um the first the first season being very what favreau wrote and the second one being a lot more hey the first order's here and you know all that kind right, of stuff. right i guess depending on what happens in the rise of skywalker maybe we could get some snoke stuff eventually it's possible if the mandalorian which probably will have, will have a whole bunch of success and we'll get multiple seasons yeah and I think we've seen an effect of Disney Plus on the horizon. The fact that it's going to be week to week. Mm-hmm. Netflix has gotten rid of dropping a whole season and yeah. allowing people to binge and changing it to one episode per week, which I think we were all kind of used to. A lot of people hate it. <laughs> I kind of like it. I mean, you want to have that one episode, digest it, maybe watch it again. And then right. be able to talk to your friends about it, talk to your coworkers about it. I mean, I'd rather have it more as an event than just, oh, don't spoil it. I, you, you, you got to episode four. I'm only on episode two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's also crazy to me. Like, binge culture to me, there's very few shows that I've actually binged. Yeah. Um, I think Stranger Things is about the only thing that I've ever just sat and been like, okay, I'm going to watch eight episodes of this mm-hmm. in a day. Um for me, I like I like the pacing of of watching a show weekly or having you know saving up two episodes and watching them back to back and then being like awesome I'm back in on the third now. That's just me. I know I'm kind yeah. of unusual. I actually have a friend when Game of Thrones was coming out, they refused to watch it until it was all the way done so they could binge it. I know a couple of people like and that. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but do you just like not get on the internet at all? <laughs> what do yeah. you do? How how can you possibly do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that blew my mind. I was like, just watch it. It's an hour. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Even no, definitely. Any, yeah, definitely nothing with Star Wars. Yeah, that, that's even closely re- remotely related. It looks like John Williams is kind of talking a little bit about his his involvement, of course, with the score. And right. He had a quote, and John Williams said, "J.J. Abrams is directing a new film, and I agree. He's doing a fantastic job, and I think." I won't say anything about it spoiling the ending. It'll just put you all away. <laughs> I think you'll love it. Uh, it's, so it's like, okay, well, now what could put us all away? <laughs> right. What, what would John Williams have seen that would... Because he's composed some of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. And he's, he's just like, this is wild. <laughs> yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Composer. And he's still going, man. Yeah. He, he only agreed for The Force Awakens. And he said, that's it. But then he came back for The Last Jedi. And then, and then he didn't say, that's it. And then, so we all kind of assumed, okay, well, yeah, all he's got to do is one more. So it's great that he's been healthy enough mm-hmm. to do all three films, which is which is awesome. All nine films. Yeah, 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 all nine films in total. So, yeah, I'm yeah, so, so know, glad that, like, as kind of a completionist, he's done it. It's, yes. it's in the can. 
you don't have to worry about anything now <laughs> so yeah it's 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 all good and i think james would be upset if we didn't mention the fact that he the james my one of my favorite john williams quotes is nobody's gonna write music for daisy ridley but me in this series i, I yeah I that's so interesting that, that he said that yeah yeah i guess he just kind of fell in love with the character and yeah race theme to me when i heard that theme in the theater i was like oh wow this is this, this is this something. is like a very like because i was waiting for that quintessential john williams mm-hmm theme that's like very a specific just right. like jaws and harry potter and everything else that he's done that's been so great and yeah ray's theme definitely has that yeah. stamp on it yeah um and that just it's so it's beautiful it's haunting but it's beautiful you know what i mean it's yeah. it's not like anything else that i've ever really heard and at the end of that rise of skywalker d23 footage where they go in with the with the more with the darker version mm-hmm. of that goosebumps 100 percent of the time i I love it man it's so good yeah there is really haunting yeah and i think james is also pointing out on another piece of something i think at the very end of the last jedi Mm -hmm. it was played in like a like a like a deeper key like a minor yeah minor key yeah yeah i'm not much of a musician yeah me neither (laughs) yeah so a new logo popped up kind of out Mm. of nowhere it really wasn't announced it really wasn't talked about uh, and I didn't see it really talked about much, but right. if you go to StarWars.com, you scroll down on the merchandise, you can see a logo on a t-shirt. And James was telling me that it was on all kinds of other stuff, but I only saw it on a t-shirt. And it looks a lot like a stripped-down Rebel Alliance yes, logo. Yes, it does, yeah. And I think some books that were about to be released, or that, that are going to be released probably Triple Force Friday. Triple Force Friday. And... Yeah, some people took pictures of it, and it does appear like it is an actual brand new Sith logo. Right, it's going to be used, and you would assume, okay, well, we get these new Sith troopers, maybe that's like on their like banner, banner instead of the yeah. First Order, like spiral, yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, it, they basically the First Order just took the Imperial symbol and added some gear, like some ridges to it, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I do find it interesting because I I had the same thought. I was like, that looks an awful lot like the the firebird you know the yeah. the thing that the resist the resistance and the rebellion both used yeah um so i'm curious what that's all about really um it, it's exciting stuff though man it's a good yeah. time to be a star wars fan <laughs> yeah I, having it in the last movie though it's like man it's like they're introducing something so brand new right and it's the last film God, i'm so we I, think <laughs> i wonder how long this movie is gonna be i know we talk about it almost every week but this thing's gonna yeah. be long it, it should be pretty pretty long and I'm, i think i'm hoping for it i'm not so sure if like star wars purists yeah are wanting that because i mean it would be kind of like the oddball because every film was about roughly you know, two like, hours two hours 15 minutes yeah. around there and i think empire's the longest film or was it attack of the clones it's one of those two attack of the clones feels like the longest <laughs> film <laughs> Um, I think Empire is probably the longest. I'm not 100% sure. I, don't I think know. we did talk about it on another podcast, or I told someone about that, and it was kind of a shocker. Yeah. Hmm, we'll have to look that up. But... Yeah, Attack of the Clones drags pretty hard, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, right before the podcast, I saw someone post on social media that that same D23 footage that was released that mm-hmm. was set said to be a non-trailer it right. wasn't a trailer jj said it wasn't a trailer it's airing before films and theaters what 
So essentially, it's a trailer, <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it feels I mean, like why a trailer. Wouldn't it be a trailer. It's it's got every yeah. everything you could want for a trailer to be in it. You know. Yeah, I would think that. Yeah, because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast where there's like such a lack of marketing. Now it's right. like okay, well, we have this nice piece of footage that is universally liked. Let's release it as kind of a trailer. Why wouldn't you? You know. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy to me though that. You know, we are this close to to game time, basically. You know, we're three months out, a little less, yeah. a little more. Um, I'm not good with time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're almost there, and there's still very, very little in terms of marketing. There's just glimpses of things like the new Sith symbol and the, the Sith troopers and Rey with a red lightsaber. But, uh, honestly, there's not... There's not the merchandise push yet, which is it's coming. It's coming very soon, but man, I'm I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Less than a month for Triple Force. So. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be wild. Um, are they gonna? So uh, I think I saw Anthony Carboni tweet at first the Lego uh, Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it's as big as a like a the desk that we're recording on right now. <laughs> um, is that coming out Triple Force Friday? Triple uh, Force Friday. I'm not, quite, <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but man, it's like 4,000 pieces yeah, or it's something. Mass. It's absolutely huge. Um, yeah, I'm pretty... It's probably going to be way more expensive than I'm able to afford. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And there's, there's a story that's out there that I don't think we ever addressed, but when you go to Galaxy's Edge and you want to get... And you want to take a soda home? They, they come in those <laughs> those thermal detonator looking, yes. like bottles, plastic bottles. And it seemed like people that were traveling via plane got them taken away by the TSA, mm-hmm. and they I mean, they were just like thrown away. I mean, they didn't get to take them home as souvenirs, and that's like the whole point right. of buying that bottle is to take them home. But there's been an update. It looks like the TSA has overturned the ruling on the decision that they made earlier um, this week to ban the star- or a couple weeks ago to to ban the uh, coke slash sprite bottles from flights because oh, because so they won't ban them they won't ban them now so awesome. they, they they reversed that decision because i guess cooler heads prevailed yeah in common I mean, sense a coke bottle <laughs> so yeah yeah they they basically made oh, the statement God. yeah so because honestly, like, I don't know that if I ever get the chance to go to Galaxy's Edge, I'm mm-hmm. going to be able to afford a droid or a lightsaber, but I can <laughs> afford a bottle of Coke, you know? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all that came out in the news. I mean, we had the whole big D23 yeah. info dump and still kind of thinking about that. and Just, I mean, that image of Dark Ray, it's like, what's... Yeah. It's, it's probably just something that's not hopefully it's not to to me it's not a vision i'm hoping that it's something different Mm -hmm. because we've seen that before right and then it's like well if jj does go back and do that i mean if it's a whole like luke on dagobah cave type thing it's like okay well yeah we've seen that before but well it's it's echoing what we've seen well but the luke on dagobah happened in the second movie and we had a ray force vision in the second movie already so that that totally goes against the the parallels that i think jj likes to go for um so yeah i i it feels like a force vision but 
is it? I don't I don't know. It doesn't fit JJ's normal line of thinking in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um I don't and know. I was on Instagram. We we were chatting about this, texting about it. But I I saw it. I heard it again on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I could hear it clearer. It sounded it sounds like a voice at the very end after Palpatine speaks. See, I still haven't heard this it voice. It sound it sounds like I destroyed and then something. Uh-huh. Him or her. And then it snaps to Ray with the the double blades. So it sounds to you. I mean, like I said, I I've watched this. Yeah, I, I watched it with times. my headphones. I watched it on the on the laptop speakers, and it it's tough to make out that it's a voice. But when I saw it on that particular Instagram post, it did sound a whole lot more like a voice. Um. So, but you couldn't tell male or female. I would have to guess male. Okay. It didn't really sound like a female voice. So it's, but it just and so this the whisper that supposedly is there that you're yeah. the only person I know that has heard it still. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not saying you're lying or anything. I just yeah. I just I can't hear it myself. Yeah. Um, is it says I destroyed either her or yeah. you? Yeah, and it's like they're taking the voice and they're making it kind of echo a little bit, like they're modulating it's the like, hell out. Of yeah, it. something okay. like oh, I destroyed. Like it's it's weird. Okay. And I, I think Colin talked about it first, and I was like, eh, I don't hear anything. <laughs> well, he's got the youngest ears out of all of us. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that does make a difference. So have you? what have you been reading lately? Um, funny you should ask that. I just finished uh, Thrawn, uh, Treason, okay. like literally yesterday, last night. Okay. Um, and does it make you feel more so that maybe Thrawn might actually pop up? Um. So in I the actually, la- in the, in the Rise of Skywalker. I would love to see him show up in the yeah. in the Rise of Skywalker. I don't see it happening, um, but it did make me question the end of Star Wars Rebels a little bit mm. with him and Ezra at the very end. Um, so I don't. I, do you care if I spoil the book for you? No, no. I know you don't. So hey, listeners, just a heads up. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the the very end, some of the main plot points of Thrawn Treason here. So. Maybe skip ahead five minutes? Two minutes? Five minutes just to be safe. <laughs> Let's go five minutes just to be safe. Um, start now. Um, so, in the in the book... When did the book come out? This book came out three months ago, maybe? Okay. Like, it hasn't been out for, like, a crazy amount of okay. time. Um, in the books... In all three of the books with Thrawn in them, um, he is incredibly gifted at reading his opponents, figuring out what their next moves are going to be, mm-hmm. um, and all in, you know, really just dialing in on what the people that he's fighting do and how to best them. Even to a certain extent, the the second book where he's working with Vader, he kind of is even doing it to Vader behind the suit and all of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting to me that the rebels on Lethal were able to quote unquote defeat him, right? Um, and yes, a lot of that was because of Governor Price kind of screwing things up because she's obviously not Thrawn um, and doesn't have as much foresight into, you know, the way people think. Um, but I have a theory that he wanted Ezra to take him away at the end of the of Star Wars Rebels. Um, so in Treason, he teams up with his with his 
his people a lot, the Chiss, mm-hmm. um, make an appearance, and his his Star Destroyer and their Star Destroyer work together to uh, defeat a common enemy called the Grisk. Um, and they are basically sneakily coming into the Empire and warping people's brains um, and holding people hostage and making them do evil deeds for them. And the Grisk are enemies of the Chiss, and the Chiss and Thrawn team up to defeat uh, a branch that had gotten into the Empire and had started screwing things up. Um, and Thrawn does it very easily. <laughs> like He also finds a, a, a traitor in the Empire, which is why it's called Treason. But it's also called Treason because you're like, maybe maybe Thrawn's doing something that he shouldn't be doing by teaming up with the Chiss. Um, so you kind of have all these thoughts the whole time you're reading this book. So I, I have... A, at the end of this book, the Emperor comes to Thrawn and is like... I know you've been working with the Chiss. They are not part of the Empire. What you are doing could be considered treason. When you get done on Lothal, you and I are going to have a talk. <laughs> like, on Coruscant, I'm calling you back to have a conversation with you about mm-hmm. this. So, my theory is that he kind of knew Ezra had some sort of plan in mind mm-hmm. to get them out of there. I don't think he knew the space whales or whatever they're called <laughs> were the were the way to do it. Um, because he also sent um, Eli Vanto, who's, who was his lieutenant commander, uh, to the Chiss to work with them. And at the end of this book, he sends another person from the Empire to the Chiss to work with them. So I think he took these space whales and was like, this is my opportunity to get out of service to the Empire. Um, Get back with the Chiss and help them defeat this enemy. Yeah, it makes me think a lot that that Dave Filoni kind of made a way to keep Thrawn alive, first of all, Mm -hmm. and then maybe to have him on the shelf for a future show or for him to intervene as a surprise and in some other live action capacity right and so my other thought behind that is is that he's using ezra to help the chiss ascendancy defeat the grisk as well so he he purposely kidnapped ezra because he knew that's the way to get this kid mm-hmm. onto his side it was like all right cool now you and me are stranded in space let's have a conversation here's the real threat to the rebellion to the empire to the chiss ascendancy help us defeat them hmm interesting yeah it's pretty the the, Thrawn Treason is by far my favorite thing Timothy Zahn has ever written Um, I usually don't like his style very much it's very I think I've said it before he feels like when he's writing he feels like he's better than the reader you can just feel it in every word that he puts onto the pages. He's got like a superiority complex or something. Mm. Um, I know that's probably not the most popular Star Wars opinion I've ever had, but he just uh, he he writes condescendingly. Uh, <laughs> um, interesting. But this book didn't feel like that. This book was very good, and it it was between um, basically between when Kanan dies in Rebels and when Thrawn comes back. This book takes place. So you you can put it square onto a timeline in in canon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. We Lucasfilm hasn't made a book timeline. You know. Right. Yeah. And I really think they should. They should make an ultimate canon timeline, and then list out all the films, the TV shows, the books, the comics. Have it all on one huge timeline. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I just finished Thrawn, I think, last week. I finished Alphabet Squadron, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that all about? 
Um, funny you should ask. I'm going to do a book review coming okay. coming out pretty soon, uh, some point this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically um, what it sounds like. It's an X-wing, A-wing, a, a B-wing, B-wing, a Y-wing, and an X-wing, yeah. and a U-wing all in one oh, wow. squadron together. Um, and they're kind of misfits, but they have a common enemy, basically. Uh, um, we'll get a little deeper into it on, yeah. on my book review. Look forward to that. Um, <laughs> I'll tease it across the break. Yeah. <laughs> we don't take breaks here. Well, I mean, we'll take a couple days. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, but Alphabet Squadron is, from what I understand, it's the beginning of a trilogy. Ah. And it's a very good first book in a trilogy. Um it dragged a little bit here and there, but it was a good book. Um, I look forward to seeing where where the writer takes these characters. Um, but yeah. And then, um, did you see the images from the Snoke comic that recently came out? Yes, I did. Um, what did you think about them? Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting, because they, cause Snoke and Kylo Ren went mm. back to Dagobah. Yep. And he went into a cave himself. Yeah. And... What exactly did he see? Um, he saw Luke. Okay, yeah, he saw Luke. Yeah, he saw Last Jedi Luke. Uh, yeah, I believe it looked so. like. Yeah. Well, that's kind of it was like his last. No, that is like pure. Well, Force Awakens in the Last Jedi, where he's wearing the white right, robes right, and right. everything. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I thought it was very interesting. I, I I look forward to reading that comic quite a bit. So when does that come out? The first issue of that, I believe, comes out in October. Um, okay. I think it may even drop. Like the Wednesday before Triple Force Friday. Hmm. Triple Force Friday. It feels weird to do it for myself. I'm probably going to do that <laughs> if I say it again. <laughs> are there any other comic book lines that are coming out? Um, I mean, the Star Wars comic, the main storyline has mm-hmm. been been very strong. I just picked up the, the newest trade on that one. Um, Vader... Um, I can't remember what it's Sith Apprentice or something like that has been coming out pretty regularly. That one's very good as well. Um, I try to purchase them all in trade because it's it's cheaper than buying them individually. Um, so I'm a little behind where the the storylines are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So what does that mean? Purchase them in trade. So you you have your individual paper pay, mm-hmm. comic books that come out once a week, right? Um, and so they've got trade paperbacks and trade hardbacks. And that's basically once they finish a story arc, mm-hmm. um, they take all of the comics in that arc and put it in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I usually get wait till they come out in the book form so that I can read through a whole story arc in one sitting as opposed to... And it's less expensive too, right? Overall, yeah, because okay. you're paying like four bucks a pop for a lot of the paper comics. And uh. each trade is like 20 bucks and you can have between four and eight comics in one of those usually so hmm. yeah interesting yep um and then the dr afra comics has been good pretty much the entire time too so and she has a droid right that's like a protocol droid she's that's got kind of two droids hardcore. she's got uh yeah the one you're talking about i believe yeah. is uh triple zero okay yeah yeah and he's a black c-3po with red eyes who <laughs> um loves torturing and maiming and getting information from uh beings like living beings so yeah i've been thinking about that we're gonna get 3po red-eyed 3po 
essentially going to be more aggressive right and more in the action but it's like he's so limited with like his limbs and it's like how is he gonna do so the action (laughs) afra's droid has um like his fingers will flip back oh and he'll have like neurotoxin (laughs) needles in there as well as his palm is like a a electric stunning device um plus he's like a psychopath like he really just gets off on hurting well <laughs> creatures interesting yeah yeah I, I can't wait to see what anthony daniels yeah 3po does on screen yeah because he's been hyping it up a lot too yeah, yeah. uh ever since celebration where he was just like the yeah. droid what is it the droid gets his or something like that i think the droid fights back yeah it was like what are you talking about you crazy british man <laughs> and now that we've seen this the d23 footage we're like yeah. oh we get it we get it big time yeah yeah yeah, I've, I've seen the celebration footage again, mm-hmm. and it's just so crazy that we were there. <laughs> and then I'm watching it, and usually the experience is I'm watching something that I didn't attend, but I did attend it, mm-hmm. and we recorded it. It's like, whoa, I saw that from a different angle. <laughs> and it's like, wow, it's that's that's the thing. We were there. I, I still can't get over it. Yeah. It's then I, I, listened to, uh, I also listened to a podcast, a random podcast just popped up. I did a search for us on Google Star Wars Stuff Podcast to see what popped up. And a podcast popped up where we were in Chicago. Uh-huh. And it was right... It was it was Bounty Hunter Preview. Okay. The night of. And we were all hyped up. We didn't even know the name yet. So yeah. it was the day before. Episode 9. Yeah, we were all hyped up and... Yeah, it was just I started thinking about Chicago again and yeah. it's like, man, that was that was incredible. I'm wearing one of the shirts I got from Yeah, Michigan. yeah, I noticed that when you walked in. Millennium Falcon pizza delivery. Yeah. So yeah, and then we ha we have our tickets for celebration twenty twenty. Yeah, I'm very and, excited about that now. Yeah, it's less than a year away now. Yeah. I don't know is. what we're gonna do. I mean, I I'm thinking about driving. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not sure if you guys want to do that. Well, I don't know if I can take that much time off of work. Either. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's true. <laughs> like I, well. I may just, I may have to fly out there just so I can. Yeah. And then I was thinking about the whole back. TSA thing. Yeah. <laughs> we want to take take home some thermal detonator bottles. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows how much stuff we're gonna buy too, and then shipping it all back home and yeah, that whole yeah, it's that whole be, mess. It's gonna be a process. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to to an Obi Wan panel for sure. And it seems like a lot of people kind of just stopped talking about Obi-Wan after we even got the, the news that it's going to be right. eight years after Revenge of the Sith. So you're going to have an eight-year-old, nine-year-old-ish Luke running yeah. around. So not other like big plot details or anything has really... I wonder if they're going to cast a, like a young Luke. I, you think they well, yeah, have I mean, to, you, right? Yeah, you yeah. figured that that would have to happen. And then uh, are they going to get... Um, Owen and Baru from episode three to come back. Well, I want to say that I saw something where Joel Edgerton said he was down for coming back as Uncle Owen. Okay, so he's gonna. I mean, you would think. I mean, he would want to do it. Yeah. Well, no, not after eight years, but yeah. Man, that was that last ten years must have been really hard on that guy. (laughs) Because see, even then, back in two thousand five, when that thing came out, Revenge of the Sith, Uh I was thinking, okay, well, this actor. Playing Uncle Owen for like these seconds uh-huh. is is hopefully banking on the fact that he may come back right later on down the line, so he has another job. He has a up. reason to come yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, just to be part of the Star Wars universe, I just mean, that's, in any that, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and he became a great actor, right. great director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's very kind of underrated and under celebrated as well. 
but yeah, he's he's done some pretty good he's stuff. A, he's a good actor for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, that just surprises me that no one's really talking about Obi Wan stuff. I guess probably because Disney Plus is about to come out, and that's available for the public to buy for like the three year plan. Yeah, yeah, they just came out with yeah. that what last week at some point. Yeah, yeah, you have to be a D twenty three Ultimate Gold member or something. But see, me and you, I think, are in the boat that we want to get the bundle with yeah. Hulu and ESPN Plus, which is only twelve ninety nine, which is like cheaper than probably That's what we're so paying insane. for Netflix. Yeah, it is cheaper than what we're paying for Netflix, yeah. and we get three incredible streaming services with yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know too much about ESPN Plus. I know there's like that Peyton Manning and that Kobe, yeah, like, yeah. kind of like analyst type of. I'm hoping they'll put like some sort of live sporting events on there like i think they do but it's, it's the, not the like games and stuff yeah i think it's nba heavy but, but there's I'm, no like nfl which stuff, i'm perfectly okay with yes yeah. that's pretty much the only sport i <laughs> care that much about anyway yeah. um but yeah i mean i've already got hulu and i absolutely love it. it's probably the streaming service i use the most already anyway really wow yeah um well i mean they've got like yeah, you watch network tv on it the, yeah i i've watched all of brooklyn 99 on there um caught up with the good place and they've got like older like sitcoms that i like too like scrubs is on there right now and um it's just it's a good it's a good tv network i just watched rewatch firefly on there because i was looking for something that would feel like the mandalorian a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and i was like well what's better than a western already set in space than than this so it's either story always was was that disney and fox never played nice Mm mm-hmm but they were playing nice with Hulu all along. Yeah. I mean... We should have seen the breadcrumbs. Yeah. So, I, I don't know what the deal with that was. But now Disney owns everything Fox. It's not news and something else, right? Sports, maybe? Yeah. Sports. News exactly. and sports yeah. is the only thing Disney doesn't yeah. own. Yeah. yeah. But even still, they're still kind of like friends. Yeah. So... Just a matter of time till they buy Fox Sports, probably. Even yeah, even though they have ESPN, man, that that's that would be a true monopoly. But anyways, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that bundle and checking out. Heck yes, everything. But it's like, where, where are we gonna find the time? <laughs> There's like too much stuff now. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. There's just so many things out there, and then. We haven't even talked about the video game. We're going to want to play that video game. Yeah, and that's not even fair. It comes out so close to when Disney Plus drops. I'm like, when am I going to play this? Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, you got a little bit more than a month to play it. Because that's going to come out trip Or no, no, no. no it doesn't no, it, come out Triple okay. Force Friday. It comes out um, like towards the end of October. Like It basically comes out, I think, a week before Ugh, uh, yeah. uh, Disney Plus drops. Maybe two weeks. So I mean, it should be enough time to beat a linear storyline game, but yeah. I still have to work 40 hours a week and <laughs> yeah. spend time with my wife and my dog. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. First world problems. Huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and we're thankful for everyone listening. Yeah, for sure. We, uh, uh, yeah. we do see a lot of people listening it's and yeah thanks a lot of people interacting with us sending us emails sending us messages um giving great suggestions it's pretty cool like the amount of uh interaction that's been going down on the facebook pages here recently too like people that i've never seen before yeah. post on both places are posting now and i'm like this is pretty cool like yeah. <laughs> this is a good community that we're building up i think yeah yeah it's 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 been growing since the beginning yeah and that's kind of the astonishing thing to me it's like we're we're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. More people are listening. 
more people are sharing. I mean, I don't think we really advertise to do that, but I mean, it's just naturally happening. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I've been really hoping for. I really haven't been trying to push, and I don't think we really have the means to do that. But, I mean, it's it's growing, and we have great feedback, and it's thanks to everyone that listens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, we do also want to shout out the Salacious Bee Crumbs on YouTube. Um, yes, They definitely. had me on there last Friday, about a week ago at this yeah. point. Uh, yeah, last Friday I did a that live YouTube yeah. video with them. Um, it was about two hours long. Which, yeah, it was pretty was, long. Which was about an hour longer than yeah. I expected it to be, <laughs> if I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Um, but we had a really good time, talked a lot of the D23 stuff yeah. on there. Um, just it was it was a good time. So if you guys want to give that a check out, feel free to do so. Yeah, um, salacious bee crumbs. Yeah, salacious okay. bee crumbs. Yeah, yeah. I think if you just simply type that into YouTube, you can find it. Yeah, they do live streams and they yeah. have their own podcast. They're yeah. and they're on a YouTube channel, I guess called yeah. um, Sci-Fi for Me, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, and we met them. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, there are a couple people we met in Chicago at the podcaster meetup. Yeah. So yeah. it was really cool to to at least talk to them again. So yeah, definitely. Uh, um, yeah, just wanted to thank them. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, anything else you want to add before we? I think sign that's out? pretty much it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So that's it for this week. Um, Colin and Liz should be doing helming next week's episode. Uh, look for my book review on Alphabet Squadron coming out at some point this week. And thank you again for listening. May the force be with you. Always. Uh, pew 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 pew. <laughs>